Imagine a former president of a country found guilty of corruption and money laundering who remains one of the most popular presidents in its history and is a strong contender in the next presidential race. And the country's current president has also been charged with corruption. It sounds like fiction, but it's fact. The country is Brazil, and its former president, Luis Inácio Lula da Silva, was found guilty in the corruption probe known as car wash and sentenced to nine and a half years in prison. During a speech in Sao Paulo yesterday, Lula blamed the media and prosecutors for plotting against him and vowed to appeal. Joining us from the Bloomberg News Brasilia office is Raymond Collett, the bureau chief. Ray, tell us about the charges Lula was convicted of. Yes, hi. Um, essentially, he's being accused of, of having uh, taken bribes from construction companies, not in the form of cash, but in the form of benefits. We're talking about real estate, a beachside um, house, and, and uh, improvements, upgrades to, to that house. As you said, I mean, it's just huge. It's a huge story. It's turned the country upside down. This was a man who Barack Obama called the most popular politician on earth. And here he is facing uh, perhaps... Uh, as, as much as a decade in, in prison, he will, of course, still still appeal. Well, when he does appeal, he's going to claim that his defense wasn't appropriately considered. But what's his defense to this? Well, it's basically on technical grounds that some of the evidence that they've provided hasn't been properly uh, considered. Um, this is but but he's also at the same time it, 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 he's, it's a two-pronged approach at the same time he's claiming that this is a, some sort of political persecution that the reason that he's being charged and sentenced is uh, because he's you know still leading in the polls he could come back he often use uses this this idea that you know he was the first working class president in Brazil's establishment the elite doesn't want um, you know another another labor leader in office again um, that has been his line Judging by sort of the turnout in the streets in the last couple of days, not too many people are buying that line. Uh, we still have to see their demonstrations planned for, for the 20th of this month. But so far, um, you know, the hardcore Lula supporters aren't, aren't to be seen. Ray, he can't run if, he's, if his conviction is upheld, but can he run while he's awaiting appeal? That's an excellent question, and there are some, some technicalities there that, that we need. Uh, according to the law, he needs to be convicted in a second uh, by the appeals court. In other words, it need, this ruling needs to be upheld. Now, uh, he could, until then, he runs. What, what happens if, if, he, if he is barred during the process? There are all sorts of potential legal loopholes here in gray areas that aren't entirely clear. Um, the only thing we know so far is that if this ruling is upheld, he definitely can't run. Well, and the current prime minister is also facing the prospect of corruption charges. Isn't that right? The current president, yes, Michelle Tamer is also is also facing the uh, charges. That there's now the difference here is um, that that his trial depends on approval by by Congress. So it's not actually judges who decide the the, the fate of Michelle Tamer, the current president, but politicians, where he still has a majority. So that's one. If you would like to say one of the flaws of the system um, that if you have enough political support, you may not have to face justice. Ray, as you mentioned, Lula is an iconic political figure in Brazil, and he had a lot of support. Why, and it seemed to be support even during the case, why do you think that the verdict by a judge, not by a jury, 
changed so many of his supporters' opinions that they're not out there supporting him now? Well, look, I mean, there are a couple of theories about this, and, and, and one goes as such, that while things are doing well, um, politicians are can get away with more. In other words, during the past decade, sort of this huge commodity boom, Lula was, you know, was credited with, with putting Brazil on the world map. Um, you know, it hosted the World, the world Cup, the Olympics. Uh, things were, were going well. And, of course, when things are going well, you don't, you know, take a second look at where all the money is coming from. And now that Brazil is in its deepest recession on record, of course, you know, uh, leaders have lost population popularity, and uh, there are prosecutors out there willing to take a second look. Um, and, well, this is what they found. At least that's, that's one of the theories that's, that's going around. Ray, in about 30 seconds, you know, this is a huge corruption investigation, and, and it's encompassing a lot of people. Can Brazil dig out of this and get to a point where its politics aren't so corrupt? Look, that, that's another. We debate this every day here. We hear people debate it in the elevators, in the, in the hallways. Um, they're mixed feelings. Some people are dismayed, say, oh, God, you know, there's just corruption everywhere. Everybody's corrupt. And other people are saying, you know what, we're finally making progress because corruption was always around. Now people are starting to, judges are starting to clean things up, and there's light at the end of the tunnel. Thanks so much for being with us. That's Raymond Collett. He is the bureau chief of the Bloomberg News Brasilia office, and he's reporting on the conviction of former President Luis Inácio Lula da Silva.